Welcome to Living Fullness, a podcast where you're invited to walk with two unusual friends through the ups and downs of the art of friendship. My name is Stina Constantine. My name is Father Sean Burns, and together we explore what it takes to grow real, satisfying friendships, the joys and challenges we face along the way, and of course, becoming a good friend ourselves. We hope by sharing our learning and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Hello and welcome to Living Fullness, whether you're listening in through your earpiece, in your car or in your home, as always, you are most welcome. How are you going this week, Padre? Well, thank you. And yourself? I am doing great. Excellent. What have you been up to? I headed back to Blank Bank recently. Nice, nice. Very good. Very good. Just took a while. Took a while to get back. <laughs> Didn't take a while once I got there. Just like blood just flowed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it took a while to, to get back. It was just nice. There's I don't, You've been to the Blood Bank here. I have. You? I have. The staff are so bubbly. Like Yeah, they're good people. They're always upbeat. They're just full of energy. Like nothing's too much trouble. Mm. They're just, mm. yeah, it was so nice to. They're good people. They're good people. Friendly yeah. faces again. Yeah. What about you? What have you been up to? So because I've been sort of uh, going through my stuff, packing and you know, all that sort of thing as the year draws to an end, mm. I've been going through small prayer journals. Oh. Yeah, yeah it's been really, really nice just to go yeah. through those and see a bit of growth. And yeah. 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 That's cool. That's been kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. You can get lost in those. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very much. Very much. Have you got many? Have you kept many of them? Yes, I've got stacks of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, all the way from seminary days. So, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, so it's been really interesting just to sort of chronicle the journey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So in this episode, which has been a long-awaited episode, oh. we're going to have a bit of a chat about Joseph. Mm. We've sort of had a very special year, haven't we? We have. Um, a year of St. Joseph. A year of St. Joseph, yeah. Really yeah. beautiful to enter a little bit deeper into who Joseph is and what he might have been like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, just really appreciate yeah. him. Yeah. Appreciate him. So I guess maybe a place to start is to have a think a bit about, you know, in this time, how has our perception of Joseph perhaps changed sure. given this opportunity? And... Uh, also, there has been an awesome book that was released mm. a little while back now, a few years back now, I believe, called The Consecration to St. Joseph. Yes. Written by? Father Calloway. Yes. John Calloway. Yeah, which has become quite popular um, and sort of walks through daily readings and meditations and different things to ponder, which is worth picking up. For yes, anyone, yes, absolutely. Anyone interested? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I guess for me, one of the things that has stood out is the concept of old versus young Joseph, mm, mm. because all the artistic depictions that I've sort of ever seen have been of this young woman, Mary, and then this old guy with a staff and a you know great long white beard yeah, yeah, sure. who's meant to be Joseph. And yeah. that sort of imagery, I suppose, depicts a man who is, you know... Almost senile, <laughs> like this old guy who's yeah. who's with Mary and almost just sort of fades into the background. Like he's there, but he's not really mm. there. 
Mm. Um, whereas this last few years has been a real opportunity to think about whether that actually makes perfect sense or not and whether it's possible that perhaps Joseph wasn't as old as these artworks yeah. depict him to yeah. be, that it also could have made perfect sense that he was a young man. The, the reason why he was depicted as an old man in, in early works is that age identified wisdom. Mm. And so he was, you know, he was Saint Joseph the Wise. You know, he was a he was a man full of wisdom. Uh, well, unfortunately, as as time goes on and these things get lost to us, what winds up being communicated is, as you say, a senile old man with sort of you know who's, who's shaky and kind of well, what's that boy? Speak <laughs> up! I can't hear you. Uh, your old man's fading. <laughs> you know, like like you sort of have this 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 vision of yeah. a, 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 a an old man who's who's going into um, sort of into retirement, and that's not the case. And it's not what those those artworks were meant to mm. were meant to, to 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 demonstrate. But as as modern works have cropped up based on the more based on some of the medieval works, they've. They have really shown this senile old man. Mm. And I know that's not who he is. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so just entering more into what it would have been like, what it the, the imagery and the stories could have looked like when you picture a younger, a yeah. younger man. It kind of makes sense. Even things like, you know, having to travel, having to take a pregnant wife miles and miles and miles. Like, could an old man have done that well? Could he have done that and still been able to protect his very vulnerable wife? <laughs> Possibly not. No, that's 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 right. It, you know, it would sort of be, <laughs> dear, you better run on ahead. <laughs> I won't be able to protect you this next mile. Yeah. You know, it would be, it'd be far too difficult. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And so similarly to the other thing that stood out for me is the fatherhood of Joseph. Mm. Um, in the way that he modelled authentic masculinity to Jesus, you know, this little little baby boy watched an earthly father yes. and watched to see yeah. how this man interacted with people. That's right. How mm. he lived out his masculinity, how mm. he treated women. Yeah. You know, all these things he would have seen through Joseph. Yeah. yeah. And he would have seen, you know, passion and zeal and purity and exceptional love come from Joseph, which makes more sense with a young man who is virtuous, you know. That's right. That, that is the real, like, perfect model of, of masculinity and of love yeah. is, is when we live a life of virtue. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Um, his, his fatherhood was not merely a... It was not merely a fatherhood of convenience for the son. Yeah. You know, it, it wasn't merely having a bodyguard yeah. around. No. That wasn't the idea. It, it, was, it was a genuine fatherhood. Yeah. 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 It wasn't just there to provide funds or protection right. for right. a family. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, similarly, I've, I've found um, the notions of, of, of St. Joseph as a zealous defender and a foster father. Mm. to be really incredible. Like, a zealous defender, two things stick out at me about St. Joseph. The first thing is is that he actually wants to increase my zeal for his son. Yes. You know, yeah. uh, and and he wants me to be as zealous as he is uh, for his son. Mm. Uh, and, and very willingly, 
he wants to help me in that. Like he wants me to be uh, zealous for the Lord. Um, but also uh, he wants me to zealously defend his son as well, uh, to zealously defend the truth. And St. <clears throat> Augustine is, is, is often quoted with this line, which is, uh, you know, uh, the truth is a line. It does not need any defense. That's a lot of nonsense. Saint Augustine never said that at all. Yeah. Uh, the 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 truth is that we actually do need to stand up for what is true. That that is actually expected of us. Uh, that that is that is part of being a Christian. Is that we stand for Christ and, and Christ in, in the Gospels makes that point. Is that mm. you know he who is not willing to speak of me, he was ashamed of me. I will be ashamed of him before my Father in heaven. You know so so it, you know Saint Joseph wants us to be zealous defenders of the name of Jesus and and and. Uh, you know, it's it's. I couldn't think of a more of a more perfect role model of that zealous defense. Mm. You know, mm. that's that's. Uh, and in terms of the foster father, uh, you know, similar to what you made the point you made before of an authentic masculinity for Jesus that that he is this this. He was not just a father of convenience. Mm. He was a legitimate father for the Lord. Yeah. 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 Mm. What about in terms of your relationship then with mm. Joseph? You know, has that changed or grown in this time period? And if so, how? Well, he's no longer an old dude. Yeah. You know, like he's no longer an old dude in my mind who's sort of delicate and frail mm. and, um, you know, in need of, of sort of medication. <laughs> um, you know, uh, he's, he's strong, tender, youthful, vigorous. And like a good father, he cares about my life, mm. about the lives of others that, that, that I encounter. Yeah. And he wants me to dedicate, not unlike himself, he wants me to dedicate my labour to his son. You know, and, and, and like when, when I often feel his presence when I've had a really big day mm. and there's still more to go. Mm. I often feel his presence. Mm-hmm. You know, I often feel his presence going, you know, that the time will come for rest. Now isn't the time yet. The time will come, mm. but now isn't the time yet. You have more to give here. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's become a very um, a very big figure in terms of becoming a father after God's own heart. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. How about yourself? Yeah, for me, one of the things has been it's just such a gift. Mm. Like it's such a gift for someone, you know, who's been blessed to have had a really good dad like mm. on this earth. It's such a gift to also be given a beautiful spiritual father in yeah. Joseph as well. Someone who's fiercely protective of our hearts, like mm. fiercely protective of our hearts because he wants nothing more than to bring us closer to Jesus and he knows that's through his spouse Mary. Like, yeah. there's he's not competing with her. Like, no, no, <laughs> no, like same end goal. Yeah. But also, I also find it really beautiful to see that you know Joseph essentially is a man that we know very little about. Mm. We don't have any recorded words of his. You know, it's and it's almost like he's been in a way kind of sidelined for so many years, and yet he was the one who was given the great privilege of being father on this earth mm. to jesus christ like that's can right. we just that's right can we just sit with that for a minute yeah. like yeah. <laughs> that's huge that's a task and a half and I, I hear from a lot of parents that when they 
realize they've been given the responsibility of raising a child it's quite overwhelming like Mm. it's you know Mm. every parent sort of has this moment and yet here we have joseph who's not just raising a child he's raising the god man like he's raising jesus like um yep (laughs) freak out central or what yep yep absolutely (laughs) but we don't like we don't I don't imagine he would have been intimidated by that and paralyzed no. by that and fear struck by that because he was chosen for a reason. It wasn't an accident that yeah. Joseph was the father of Jesus. It you know that this was he was it was meant to be for him like it was a choice given for him to make and he chooses that role and he does so purely with yeah. humility and yeah someone who was holy and and really holy because, I mean, how many people do we know who was able to listen to the movements of God even in his sleep? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and then to have the courage to act on that, yeah. to know that, yep, that was God moving in my heart and I know what I need to do next. And I will do that if, as bizarre as it might sound or as new and strange and scary as that might yeah. be. Yes, yeah. I'm going to go do that because that's what, God's called me to do. Yeah. That, that to me it's, blows my mind. It's pretty awesome, isn't it? Mm. There's this beautiful patristic notion. When I say patristic notion, it's like the church fathers. Mm. This beautiful notion from the church fathers that Joseph's silence in Scripture is the vehicle for the voice of God the Father. Mm. Uh, that, uh, that Joseph's silence is a testament to the fatherhood of God. That, that he is not the... the the ultimate father that there is that there is another whose voice is more essential mm. and and so therefore his his silence in scripture is a testament to this reality yeah 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 and yeah. it says a lot about someone who is willing to, to be humble enough yeah. to do that yeah like yeah how easy would it be for us to be like oh yes yes that was me <laughs> yes that was me <laughs> it would be so easy yeah so yeah. easy to fall into that, and yet he's not—he's not, he's not mm. one of those. Mm. Um, but yeah. also, just remembering too that those things that he did on earth, um, and the kind of example that he was on earth, he wants to continue to be that kind of yeah. spiritual father for yeah, us, absolutely from heaven, and mm. especially now that he can intercede on our behalf. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Isn't mm. it? Yeah. What about um, you know? Are there any sort of stories that stand out to you any sort of like meditative or reflective mm. things that has captured you in some way two things firstly that he taught jesus the craft of a carpenter mm. i mean that 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 captures my imagination for so many reasons yeah you know i mean firstly a craftsman is teaching the craftsman of the universe how to make a table. Yes. Or how to do like like it's it's such a mind blowing moment, yes. you know. Yeah. Um and also I, I, I have this this vision of the boy Jesus at a tender age of say ten or eleven, mm. holding a hammer in his hands and looking at it with some kind of foreknowledge of what awaits him in the crucifixion. Mm. You know, like I, I, I have this, this, this mm. sort of this image of that being a, a reality that, that that he contends with as he as he strikes nails into a into a piece of wood. 
you know what what comes to his mind at that moment mm. you know what what awareness does he have of what awaits him yeah um so i i so that's that's the first thing is that as a, as a craft firstly he learns <laughs> he learns from his father um and as i tell my christology students sometimes we try to mitigate that by saying well it's his human nature that learns and i say no no he learns it's not his human nature who learns natures do nothing he <laughs> learns the person <laughs> learns and uh, so right now, if there are any Christology students <laughs> listening, they're like, oh, yes, you know. Here he goes again. Here he goes again on his hobby horse. Um, so, just making uh, the point clear. Just making the point clear. That's right. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's the person of the sun who does this learning. It's just so incredible. That's how much he humbles himself. Mm. The other thing that I often think of is, is uh, the death of Joseph. Yeah. You know, um, he is said to have died in the arms of Jesus with Mary looking onwards. That's what tradition with a small t tells yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he lived so courageously in the service of the Holy Family. He courageously raises the boy Jesus. You know, he courageously holds this little, this little baby in his arms, you know, sort of looking, as it were, into the eyes of eternity, courageously saying yes to very dangerous propositions. You know, fly to Egypt, avoid Herod, protect your wife, protect this child. You know, he had a task which was enormous. Mm. You know, in which, in many ways, the fate of the entire world hung in the balance as to whether or not this man would answer the vocation that God had given him. And he so courageously uh, answers that vocation that, in a certain sense, the manner in which he dies, at least according to tradition with a small t, is is almost his reward. Yeah. That as he looked on the eyes of eternity when he held this little babe in his arms, so now this babe, fully grown into a man, holds his father upon whom he has based his humanity, upon, yeah. upon whom he has learned how to be a man, that he holds him in his arms uh, and these eyes once again exchange. Uh, I, I, I find that so beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. How about yourself? Yeah, for me it's been meditating just on the day-to-day interactions within the Holy Family. Mm. A little bit like you, some of that is about what kinds of things a small, a little child Jesus would have seen in Joseph as he mm. was working. You know, what, what actions would he have copied watching, yeah. watching his father? You know, what, what, he, what would he have learned about the craft as such? Mm. But also little things like, you know, I imagine that perhaps there was a day, you know, it was the first day that this child was out with Joseph for a long day and, you know, it was the first time that they were out together just mm. by themselves and Jesus comes running back home and he's excited to tell his mother all about <laughs> his day and he's just bolting inside yeah. like, Mum, let me tell you about my day. Let me yeah, tell you about yeah. what Dad and I got up to today. And... Just didn't didn't notice or didn't just hadn't hadn't learnt yet that actually no we need to take our slippers off before we enter into our <laughs> home so you know well Jesus hold up let's just take our slippers off here we'll take our sandals yep. off here and we'll wash these before we head inside like the little things like yeah, that yeah sure that he would have sure. learnt from Joseph and would have needed mm, Joseph to mm. point out to him yep. as any father 
would or any mother would have to teach mm. their child. Mm. Those little things, I like to be able to think about. That's really beautiful. Think about those. But also like little mannerisms. Like children pick up things from, oh, yes. from parents. And we often don't notice them until you see them sort of do it as they're getting a little bit older and go, oh, you do that like yeah, your, your yeah. brother or you do that like your uncle or you do that like your dad or your mum. And we, I, I imagine that Jesus would have learned some of these yeah, things yeah. from Joseph as well. Like, yeah, definitely. You know, would he, would he have put on his robe in a particular way mm. because he saw Joseph do that? Would he have rested his arms on the table at, you know, at some point, like in a particular way because, you know, he watched joseph do that or did he play with something like did he fiddle with something was that something that they that they did um as they sat and talked at the end of the day together yeah did he learn the pace of how to pray certain prayers because Mm. that was the pace that joseph led prayers in the home just entering into that space in those little details just paints such a beautiful and rich image of Mm. a family Mm. And of what a family would look like, yeah. with Joseph being in the lead, like he has, he has that role as as the father of the holy family. That's pretty cool. That's his role, and that really just helps helps certainly has helped me engage more with not these characters, not these images, but with people. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. So I guess yeah. there's some. <laughs> Some thoughts for St. Joseph, yeah. Thoughts and reflections on St. Joseph for a year of St. Joseph, Mm. which has been a blessing in itself. Yes, yes, incredible blessing, incredible blessing. We would love to hear any stories that you would like to share with us about your relationship with Joseph or anything that you might have learnt, particularly in this last year. We would love to hear if there's anything that you would be comfortable and feel happy to share with us. Mm. Please jump over to Virtue Ministry on Facebook or Living Fullness on Instagram and you can pop those in messages there for us. Or if we're on our Patreon community, you can send us a private message there as well or... As always, if you know us, come and talk to us in person. We would love to love to hear more about your relationship mm, with Joseph. Very much. So before we head for the week, uh, truth, beauty and goodness. After you. Uh-huh. Oh, right, after <laughs> me. Okay, for me, actually, since we're talking about St. Joseph, this is kind of fitting. I've actually decided to recommit to Yes Year, which has been huh. – has become a little absent in my – it's just not been a focus in my life the way it has been in previous years. The last sure. couple of years it's just sort of fiddled off, yep. sort of um, disappeared. And so 8th of December is a perfect day to Couldn't think of a better recommit one. for Yes Year 2022. And there is one other person at the moment who's also recommitting and we'll see if there's anybody else who wants to join us. Fantastic. Um, so if, if anyone who doesn't know what Yes Year mm. is, um, essentially there was a group of group of young people who got together and we decided we would quite simply just model our life on the way Mary lived out her life which was just quite simply to say yes to God like that's in a nutshell that's what we are trying to do and we do that by making sure that we any decision that comes our way any opportunity that comes our way we immediately turn our hearts to God to hear what he wants us to do in that moment and then to think about whether there's any impediment to us actually going forward with that yes is there anything that stands in the 
in the way of that. And if there isn't, and it's not immoral, it's not unethical, then we trust it and, and we feel God is saying yes, say yes to this, then we trust that God has it under control and we mm. proceed with it. Yes. So yeah. then we message out to our group and ask everybody to say a prayer for us in that moment. And saying yes. Just we have a crew to support during that time as well. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. what about you, Padre? What's been yours for the week? I've been talking to some old lecturers. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, uh, when I first began my, my postgrad studies, I started at the John Paul II Institute, and uh, these guys were just they were powerhouses of knowledge. And interestingly, all of my postgraduate study, just about all of it, has been done under the tutelage of lay people. Oh. Uh, and um, uh, except for one religious sister who's taught me, uh, but uh, but but almost all of my postgrad study has been done under the tutelage of, of extremely expert lay theologians. And uh, and they've they've oh they've been marvelous and so just being able to catch up with some of those guys and talk to them and speak to them and and, and sit down and, and and chew the fat on various um, they're probably thinking what on earth is he saying chewing the fat for it's an Australian an Australian an Australian expression yeah an Australian Australian yeah, yeah that makes sense an Australian expression which um uh, which sort of means to, to to just chat about you know. All sorts of things, theological or political or whatever, mm. and um, so being able to do that has been just wonderful. And just catching up with them and seeing what they're what, what they're up to, what their lives are up to at the moment. Yeah, uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah so that's been really cool. Awesome. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. For Thank you very much indeed. Yeah. Until next time, know our love and prayers. Blessings to you all.